First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Latest uh, news on Utica College here, Andrew, is that they are requiring all on-campus students to have a vaccine Okay, upon returning in the fall. If you want to come back to school, you're going to have to have the vaccine. Uh, Shad Crow is the uh, emergency management director at Utica College and a regular on this program. Uh, at least semi-regular anyway. Chad, thanks so much for coming on. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Okay, so tell us what you guys, so you're requiring vaccines here. That's correct. Yeah, we're, uh, you know, we're hoping for a return to a more normal college experience for our students. You know, I, I'll be honest, you, we'll, we'll boil it right down. Uh, the last two semesters have uh, have not been fun for college students. And yeah, it, I know. It's definitely it wasn't a traditional college experience. Um, you know, we were, we didn't allow students to congregate in any way, shape, or form, constantly social distancing. Anytime they broke those COVID protocols, there were consequences. Many of them were sent home to uh, revert to an online uh, uh, curriculum, which, which is challenging in and of itself. Yeah. So, you know, really the only way forward for us, at least after doing the research, looking at the science, talking to other institutions that have already made this decision was to to get our campus community vaccinated. And it also has a residual effect for our Mohawk Valley community. Right. These students coming in from all over the country and they're interacting, they're working in restaurants and, and uh, retail locations throughout our community. And, you know, we want them to be safe and healthy. That's our priority. Is that students only, Shad, or is that faculty and staff? No, uh, it's all employees as well. Uh, the faculty union has uh, has has uh, supported this decision, uh, and uh, yeah, we're requiring it for everyone on campus. Uh, have you gotten any uh, any pushback so far? Yeah, it hasn't been as, <clears throat> as significant as I anticipated. Yeah, um, you know, some of it has has started out with uh, some nastiness, but once we have a nice conversation about it, and I can push them toward. Um, the facts, I guess, you know, I, I, I've been pulling data from Johns Hopkins, Mayo Clinic, uh, Harvard, Yale, uh, institutions that are, are traditionally scientifically based. They're not, yeah. it's not CNN, it's not Fox News, it's not, right. it's not a media-influenced uh, data field. It's, it's true facts regarding the vaccine and its safety, its efficacy, and all the, the benefits yeah. of the vaccine. You know, I hate to say it, though, Shad, is uh, in this day and age... We are questioning, you know, we're questioning science. Uh, And we should. should. There's nothing wrong with that. I I definitely say do that, but I say do it in an educated way. Right, right. You know, research the information before you make it. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. We just shouldn't take everything that's that's dished out to us. But when I say we're, we're, we're rejecting multiple sources right now, there is a portion of our population that doesn't believe anything that is considered the authority and and that does mm-hmm. make it difficult for uh, for for people like yourself um now uh, so is it um it makes it difficult for all of us to be honest with you but but mm-hmm. chad i'll ask you is it um how do you so that's being required is this the same way that you would require somebody to have uh, i don't know their measles shot or something like that yeah i think uh i think eventually what we're going to see and you know we're going to see these these uh, vaccines are going to be FDA approved in, right. in, in probably three to six months. 
once that happens, I would not be surprised to see public health law passed. Uh, mm-hmm. This virus is not going away. It's mutating. It's, there are variants yep. out there that are even affecting vaccinated people. Mm-hmm. However, we know that the folks that are not vaccinated are at a much higher risk of severe uh, illness from the virus. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, it's going to be much like the, uh, the MMR yeah. requirement. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, and and people will say, "Well, you, you can't force that." Well, you you absolutely can. And, well, and, I, you know, yeah, we still want people to make an educated decision, but sure. <clears throat> you know, at the end of the day, we're a private institution. Um, our priority is the health and safety of our community. And you know, just an interesting fact: quite a few, I, I would say, uh, better than half of our students are already vaccinated. Were vaccinated before they went home uh, because they were concerned about their family members. Right, they wanted to right. make sure they were safe when they went home. Um, we've had students and family reaching out to us, as uh, well as employees, asking for help and getting the vaccine, you know, and it's really just a click away. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we definitely help uh, drive I, them. To- I want to clarify before I start getting a hate mail. Um, it's not that you're requiring someone to have a vaccine. It's if you want to come here, you must have the vaccine. That's the difference. Nobody's making anyone get a vaccine. You don't have to go to school or do to college. I'm sure you can find a college out there that that uh, doesn't require the vaccine, although many of them uh, are, have already made the move uh, around the country and, and around the state. And ask you. No, I, uh, I wonder, is, is, is this expected to impact, um, what's the word I want to use, the number of students, the uh, population, I can't think of the... Enrollment. Enrollment, thank you, uh, for at least maybe for this upcoming fall semester. Well, it's possible, but I, let me give you a for example. Uh, Lemoyne, St. John Fisher, Nazareth, they all came out before we did yeah. with this. Re- they are all over-enrolled since making their announcement. Wow. Uh, and, and that's just a few of the colleges. I mean, th- they're across the state. St. Lawrence, Syrac- you guys know Syracuse University announced yeah. in yeah. May. They were University early, yeah. I mean, Ithaca, uh, Hamilton, right around the corner, Colgate, Hartwick. All of these colleges are doing are requiring it, and um, you know I think we all recognize that we want to provide a safe and healthy environment for our students, faculty, and staff, and really the best way to try to return to a traditional college experience. And I got to be honest with you, you know, if I were a college student, my description of last year would have been suck. That sucked. Right? It can be so much more fun, and we want them to experience uh, a true college. And, uh, and, and SUNY, SUNY schools have, uh, have that's that's a given because mm-hmm. that's come sure. from the state. But SUNY schools are requiring it as well. I just I, mm-hmm. I do think that uh, I, I think it offers a if in the beginning one of Manaski's complaints was you got you had us get vaccinated and now you keep telling us we still have to wear a mask, you still have to social distance, you still have to do all the things that why not get vaccinated? I think that that's part of what's changing here is the vaccination is allowing some freedom uh, to get back to some normalcy. And I think that's a great incentive. It, it really is. I mean, and the science is showing, too, that, yes, when you if you're unlucky enough to to uh, have the virus, yeah. yes, you'll have antibodies. But not every person has antibodies for the same length of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the vaccine offers a much much safer, much longer uh, opportunity for antibodies to be developed in your system. And, you know, it's interesting. There's a lot of great information out there. This mRNA technology has been around for four decades. People don't realize that. Right, this right. isn't something they cooked up in, uh, in the kitchen in six months ago. This is, 
this is four decades of scientific research that's gone into this. And uh, it's, it's remarkable. And I think we're going to see a lot of changes for the flu vaccine or even working on uh, a specific parts yeah. of cancer. It's, mm-hmm. it's incredible. This could, uh, you're right, this could, what was done, what we were able to, to accomplish here uh, so quickly um, is, has opened doors. Imagine if there was a vaccine for uh, for cancer. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shad, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of uh, of everything here because I know this is this is the announcement as far as uh, students and, and all on-campus personnel. But is the thought that sports could return to normal? I know you mentioned when students gathered, you know, in previous, the last two semesters, there were consequences for those types of things, even if they weren't, like, you just couldn't be together. Yeah. You couldn't. So does all that go away? Does, do sports come back and these gatherings and campus uh, community groups, will those all come back? And to piggyback that, will there still be a mask requirement for in-class instruction? So, great questions. So if we have... If our campus is vaccinated, you know, if we're at 80, 90 percent, you know, there are exemptions. We're going to have religious and medical, medical exemptions. If we hit 80, 90 percent, uh, the potential for viral transmission. And, and honestly, guys, it's, this is where herd immunity is going. Right. Uh, it's through the vaccine. It's not it's not through mm-hmm. everybody getting sick. Yeah. You know, it's through getting this vaccine is how we're going to achieve herd immunity, which is going to try, which is hopefully going to eradicate at least most variants of this virus. With that being the case, there will be no mask requirements in the classroom. There should be a complete return to uh, all of our sports, all of our events on campus. You know, the hope is the NCAA and the Empire 8 um, will back all of these decisions because obviously the students that are participating in sports, and incidentally, a third of the Utica College campus, a third of our enrollment are athletes. So that's quite a large number. And there's a lot of risk on the field. You're sweating on one another. You know, you're, you're breathing heavy on, you know, a football field. It's your close contact on the basketball field, field hockey, soccer. All of those sports are high-impact sports. And, uh, you know, we're hoping for a full return to everything. It'll be, it'll be wonderful. All right. I think it's big news. Uh, Utica College requiring, uh, requiring the vaccine in order to come back to school and for employees as well. Chad Crow, we appreciate your uh, your update this morning. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. All right. Have a great day.